you're awake, by the way. You're not having a terrible, terrible dream. Also, you're not dead and you haven't gone to hell. This is your life now. This is our election now. This is us. This is our country. It's real. Oh, yeah, my favorite podcast is the Sick and Wrong Podcast. Because it's a very good podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a funny, 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 funny show. Sick and Wrong Podcast is a wonderful Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, E. Simon. I'm Harrison. Harrison, I, I'm, I'm actually a little surprised you're here. I thought you'd be out protesting for Basiago. He, he didn't win. He didn't win. I was very upset. <laughs> did you actually vote for him? I did. You, and before anybody gets <laughs> mad at me, I'm in California. It doesn't matter. All right? I'm not in swing state, so fuck you. Yeah, way to throw that vote away <laughs> for Hillary. And you pretty much elected Trump yeah. by voting for Basiago. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I do find that really funny because uh, a lot of people have been now everybody, you know, because everyone's butthurt and mm. they're protesting and they're uh, crying mm. on Facebook. Um, but everyone's trying to figure out well, what what made Hillary lose? How did she lose? And I think third parties definitely played a huge role in her defeat in uh, swing states. But if you live in like a California, or New York, it's like, why not vote for Harambe? Um, yeah, no, it doesn't matter. I yeah. mean, because I've always lived in California or New York, and it, it actually does, you know. And actually, you know, voting matter. for Gary Johnson, yeah. who's pretty much the same as voting for Harambe, but right. voting for like Gary Johnson or Jill Stein mm. here is actually probably a good thing mm. because you're giving legitimacy to third party candidates and mm. to a Libertarian Party. And I think there should be mm. more parties. And I think if the whole thing worked where, you know, the, the alt right form their own party instead of the Republican Party, so the alt-right became the Nazi Party, and then right. conservative Republicans became the Republican Party, and then the liberal Democrats, you know, the Hillary Clinton Democrats became just the Democrats, and then there was, like, the Libertarian Party. We had four different parties to choose from. So we'd be That would be a democracy. We'd be every country in Europe, basically. Well, I'm just that saying, point. that would be a true mm. democracy, but right. it doesn't work like that, especially right. in a swing state. What happened mm. is you have, like... The Nazi Party is just mm. pretty much part of the Republican Party. And the Republican yeah. Party, even the conservatives, mm. are like, well, we don't like them, but hey, they're voting. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll keep that. And instead, the Democrat Party split right. into the Bernie or Bus people and the people and all the women who actually supported Hillary. Not I mean, the white women. Right. Just the uh, the non-white women. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that well, that I don't blew know. my mind, I, though. Tyler Perry has a lot to answer for, so I'll say. You Are you know? blaming Medea again? Yeah, but he made a Halloween Medea movie. You know, like what do you? Why do you do that? Why? What else? What other reason would you have for doing that? I other than you want just, your taxes lowered? I think you know? he and Dave Chappelle conspired to defeat Hillary. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what happened there. I mean, look, you know, whatever happens, I mean, I'll be fine. I, I'm, a, I'm a, I'm a white guy. You know, I'll, I'll, I'm. We come out of this shit fine. You know, that, exactly. And but, I, I think I was trying to explain to people. Mm. You know, th- Hillary, mm. by far, was not a perfect candidate. I, right. you know, I actually wasn't much of a supporter of Hillary at all. I just think Hillary is like a million years better than Donald Trump. I mean, it, and it came down to that. It came to a tough choice. It's like you have a shady, faux progressive, neoliberal 
quote unquote war hawk, as everyone calls her, mm. um, on one hand, and then you have a right populist buffoon with authoritarian tendencies and openly racist rhetoric on the yeah. other hand. So it's a tough choice. Right. Um, but if you think about it, it's like who are you going to elect? The racist? Yes. You know? Yeah. Or that's, that's <laughs> the non racist. Um, I mean, well, you know, what I will say is that the next four years will probably be the most interesting four years in our lifetime. And I know you disagree with me on this, but I, I, I think that we will see the left's version of the Tea Party emerge. And it's going to make no, I, Occupy, can, I can see that. It's That's, going to make Occupy Wall Street look like fucking Sesame Street. Basically. The Anarchist Party or it's something. It's going to be like the Weathermen underground all over again. No, I mean, I can see that. And I think that might be because a good Because the thing. extreme left wing, though the extreme right wing essentially wants society to flourish, albeit without, you know, elements that they don't like in it. Uh, the extreme left wants to destabilize society completely. But what I'm saying is I don't think any of those extreme left people mm-hmm. are going to take up arms and go assassinate Donald Trump. Well, no, that's a different thing. I also think somebody's going to assassinate Donald Trump. I don't think so. I don't think it's an extreme left-wing person. I think he's just going to be catnip for crazy. Crazy well, is bipartisan. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be surprised if some like crazy Fucking terrorist Hinkley. tried to blow up the mm. Trump Tower or mm. something. But the only way that's going to happen mm. is if when all these people finally realize that they've been conned, that he's not an outsider, mm. and that all that anti-establishment bullshit that he was mm. spewing was just to get elected. And when mm. they realize, like two mm. years from now, that their working-class family like life is way worse off for them when they right. realize that they got to drive to fucking California now to get an abortion. And it's mm. going to cost 10 grand <laughs> and they better get on the three months waiting list. Cause there's not going to be any abortions after three months yeah. when they realize how much their life is going to suck. Yeah. Then they might go over and start cleaning off that rifle in the closet and then uh, taking matters in their own hands. However, I hope he doesn't get assassinated really because look who's up next. That's Who's true, but, but the thing is, is that we're the country of, of we, we are, we lead the, the world in uh, crazy people. There are a lot of crazies them, here. You know what I mean? Although, look at the and, Middle East, though. There's a few crazies over there. And there's, you know, there's a lot of, uh, he, if anyone is going to see him as the Antichrist, he's the guy to see as the Antichrist. You know what I mean? The I just think all these guys who are out there calling liberals cucks and, yeah. and like, yelling at, at uh you know, Muslim women wearing mm-hmm. hijabs or whatever, and like, oh, they're angry mm-hmm. white males. I don't, I don't see those. I see, I just don't see there's like a liberal version of them taking mm-hmm. up arms against Donald Trump. I, I see them, you know, complaining and protesting and like going, like right now, dude, in downtown LA, there's like 25,000 people protesting. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, I see we're, them doing we're things here like doing that. Pod, we're here doing a comedy podcast. Maybe, maybe rioting. Yeah, you know, maybe breaking a few car windows, things like mm. that. I just don't see them taking up arms against Donald Trump. Mm. I do see like the, the the people who will realize that they got conned. I could see them two years from now being really upset. But as like, but, you well, know, you as, can't. I mean, you can't. You know. You can't uh, resurrect the fucking manufacturing economy of the 1950s. It's well, done. We're a service economy now. Get used to it, you know. Well, I <laughs> like, think that fuck? right there is the uh, is the saddest part of his campaign. It's like he's he's really, mm. you know, instilling these people like this false mm. sense of hope that mm. he's going to bring manufacturing jobs back to the Rust Belt and he's going to allow you guys to get forty thousand dollar a year factory jobs and then you're going to have a stable social network where you know everybody in your town and. They're going to keep all the black people away. It's like, that's not going to happen again. We're not going to be able to go back to the 1950s. The world has changed. The economy has changed. And I think when these people realize how much he's pretty much lied to them, and they, they see that they're holding snake oil. Yeah. 
That's that's when there might be he's a, good a crazy right winger pulling up a gun to shoot Donald Trump. Maybe. Hopefully mm. not, though, because then we're going to have President Pence. And I think that's way worse than Trump. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's what bothers me about the, the, this thing. It's like his mm. whole anti-establishment outsider. We need him to drain the swamp. Who's he draining the swamp with? Did you, have you what seen is the swamp you're talking about? I never heard it. You keep saying something about a swamp. Did, I don't know what you're talking about. That's his whole political campaign was that like uh, a fen, like drain the fens? You know, that, I think they're what, what referring. We, I think they're okay. referring to the whole uh, the 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 Shrek. I think that came from the movie Shrek, no. where the king wanted to drain the swamp. Well, he says like the the whole liberal establishment that we've had the past eight years mm. is the swamp. Okay, liberal politics, all of Obamacare, yeah. right? You know, all of Obama Obama's policies in the Middle <clears throat> East. Um, yeah, everything that's going on in government is a liberal swamp and Trump the outsider anti-establishment force that he is is going to come in and drain that swamp right but who's he using to drain the swamp fellow outsiders is he appointing Bernie Sanders to his cabinet no what he's doing is he's bringing in Giuliani right. Gingrich uh, I, I even heard I saw that Sarah Palin might be elected to it yep Sarah yep. Palin uh, Dracula <laughs> Uh, Skeletor, I think, is uh, Cobra Commander. Is is you know it's gonna be good. Mr. Burns, he's yeah, yeah, have a yeah. Uh, prominent seat. Uh, heard I'm be. Cobra Commander, <laughs> the Secretary of the Interior. So yeah, so uh, just you know, staff up your transition team with GOP insiders yeah. and Washington lobbyists or Wall Street lobbyists. You're mm. definitely going to drain the swamp, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But hey, you know, it'll be interesting. And but for us, you know, honestly, I'm more amused than anything else. In the next four years, it's the uncertainty that I want to see. Mm. I mean, I'm, I'm just stoked that something actually happened. Because, you know, you, you elect Hillary, life would have been fine. Right. You know, she probably would have kept on a lot of the Obama policies. You know, millions of people still would have had insurance. They would have been able to afford to pay for health care for their kids. And, uh, you know, the economy probably would have just been fine. You know, if gas you want, prices would have been low. If you want shit to happen, elect the perfect villain as president. That's what I'm saying. The Something villain. actually happened here. Yeah. And I think it's a win-win situation for me. It's like, mm. I'm not a woman. I'm not a minority. Mm. You know, I'm not a gay dude. It's like, I'm a white male. I'm unemployed. Mm. You know, I've, I'm fine. We're going to be fine. Don't worry, Harrison. We're going to be fine. And in mm. fact, you know, I hope it's a repeat of the Bush presidency. So, at the, you know, at the end of 2008... You know, the country is one of the worst recessions it's had since the 1930s. Mm. Housing prices sunk to, like, record lows. Let that happen again. For me, I'll go buy a loft downtown. Right. Once the housing prices drop, drop down to a reasonable rate that I can actually afford, which is pretty low, um, I'll be fine. And I'll thank Donald Trump for that. Well, the, the whole world the, will be in a recession. But, hey, I'll have legal weed and I can watch everything burn. Well, I mean, the, the thing is, is that people... Not just the liberal people, conservative people freak out. I remember, you know, every election, my dad is like acting like the world will end if the Democrat gets elected. It and it's like you have eight years of Democrat, you have eight years of Republican, it goes back and forth. You know, you doesn't, know the Federal Reserve controls everything anyway. It doesn't matter. And actually. not to mention, if you really are trying to protest, I don't yeah. know about like smashing things in the street. It's like instead, you know, come together. Protest, uh, protest online. Make protest groups and make sure he's a four-year president. Make sure he's a one-term president. You know, then then your voice will be heard. Start other parties. Actually, have a real democracy. I don't know if like screaming in the street and smashing things is really going to be very effective. But hey, you know, whatever. But it, that, that that that's my point. It's a win-win right. situation. We're white. We're male. We're fine. And you know, if if he does run this country to the ground, you know, I'll be sitting in my loft or. Look at the alt- the alternative. Maybe he'll make America great, and then we'll be great. 
We'll be great. We'll be great. Like we'll we were. be the fucking greatest country ever. Back when we were great. We'll be great again. And you know, honestly, this is what I'm most interested mm. in. They have no excuse not to make the country great. They have the Senate. They have the right. House. That's true. They have the executive. And they mm. not, might also actually have judicial very soon as well. So mm. they have no excuse but to make the country great. That's true. So it's either going to be great. Or it's going to be very not great, and I'm going to be able to afford a loft. So we'll see. Hmm. Um, however, uh, you know, it might not even be a big deal for us because have you been hearing about that whole Cal exit thing? I ha- you mentioned something about that. I ha- I I haven't really been paying attention to stuff. I've I've had a lot going on in my life in the last several days, so I, I haven't really been paying attention. I see, I see that you brought a Moon Man mask. Yeah, I got possessed by the Moon Man. <laughs> Um, I, I don't know how it happened. It was like, we had like a full moon recently and I was like, you know, I was, uh, urinating into this fountain while reading Atlas Shrug and, uh, I got struck by lightning. <laughs> That's just a regular Sunday afternoon activity. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, so I'm, I kind of got possessed by the moon man a little bit. You know? I, I see that. So are mm. you like making Moon Man videos or what, um, what are you doing? What's your aim here with the Moon Man? He mask? takes control. Oh, got it. I have been up for days fapping death photos of Hillary supporters crying. I want to find a safe space where I can lube up my cock with their tears and issue a trigger warning before unloading my moon chowder in their sad fat faces. La 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 la. Yeah, so he's, he's So wait, wait, that's you. Yeah. You did that one? Yeah, yeah. So he's he's yeah, he's he Oh, he, yeah, he doesn't like you. I'll tell you that much. Here. Oh, look at Steve Simon, a weasley little punk rock Pinocchio. <laughs> You're a cuck, a kike, and a social justice warrior gagging on HuffPost's Kool-Aid-flavored crooked dildo. I am cuck as fuck. Yeah, right? He doesn't, <laughs> yeah, and he even did this little thing for you. Believe it or not, D. Simon is a Jew. His favorite meals are when they're free. <laughs> e- e- <laughs> his biggest expense is his fucking tattoos. Well, the cats. Who oh. could it be? Believe it or not, it's just E. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't. It's got a good ring to it. That's yeah, a song. That's a good. Uh, that's you a know, good song. Yeah, he doesn't I like it. He doesn't. He doesn't like it. But okay, here's my question for yeah, you, though. Yeah. What's going to differentiate? I understand that <laughs> that it's 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 satirical, but what's yeah. going to differentiate that from the all right Moon Man stuff? Like to to me, you put that out, people yeah. are going to be like, oh, it's another Moon Man song. Yeah. I haven't really thought that far. <laughs> you know what I mean? It wasn't. I, it's an affliction, D. You know, I'm afflicted by this. Maybe. But, I didn't just buy this mask for fun. But maybe it's know? a split personality. Maybe that mm. is your KKK hood. You can put that on and your your yeah. Donald Trump's emboldened your racist desires. Put that on and you can be whatever you want online. Take it off and you're back to being liberal Harrison. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess... Cuck I, for hire. I guess that's true. <laughs> I mean, he, he's got a lot of plans, you know, because... Um, uh, you know, like he's, you know, I guess he's in the administration now. So. Donald Moon Trump Man? has already appointed me as the secretary of press interment and chairman of Christ Killer Relocation. Yeah, mm. I can mm. see that. So. Don't worry, the internment camps we're sending you to are tremendous. Lots of video <laughs> slots for you elitist nickel nose kikes. Yeah, so. Yeah, that that's, gonna be, that this, sounds yeah, like. Maybe uh, some blackjack. You know, it'll be fun for us. It sounds like uh, Moon Man has achieved his political ambitions. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Why, why don't you try to be like the cucked out version of Moon Man? I don't know if that sounds funny, you know? I don't know. Yeah, maybe not. Plus, but I'm could, just saying, yeah. like, you, if you appropriate the Moon Man that the all-rights already appropriated, mm. what would happen? 
Like you could be gay moon man. I feel like if you flood the moon man airwaves with too much moon man. Oh, so you want to be like even more extreme than the regular moon? Yeah, I don't know how you can get that much. I I don't know. Yeah, I mean, have you heard Jew Pizza? No, I haven't heard Jew Pizza. Is that a new uh, moon man song? It's about eating Jews. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I don't. I don't know. Well, it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty rough. I think once uh, California has exited the union, maybe your moon man mm. would be like the rogue California moon man. Okay. Yeah, I guess he could. So that could work. I guess he could. But he's I, he's like, yeah, he's he's leaving now, so. I had to go firebomb a Popeye's restaurant. BRB. So, he's gone. Okay, he's he'll, gone. He'll be back later, moon I guess. He's back. All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, how much was that mask, by the way? <laughs> it was $15. <laughs> I, mean, I got to get a picture of that for All the right. site. All before, right, yeah, uh, yeah. So we'll get, maybe you can get a sick and shirt. I hear there's a McDonald's in Glendale or, or Burbank or something that has a Moon Man statue. That has an actual Moon yeah, Man statue? Yeah, I'm going to go there. Wow, yeah. That's what you I hear. Should, you uh, they've been taking them out because they've been taking them out because, you know, they don't, they don't want to be associated with such a thing, <laughs> such a horrible thing. So, but... So yeah. anyway, what I was saying before about this whole Cal Exit mm-hmm. thing, it's been trending on Twitter, and uh, I actually reached out to the guy from the Yes California Independence campaign, and mm. he, he seemed into it at first, Yeah, but maybe he heard our Mood Man episode, and was like, there's no way I'm going on that <laughs> show, I don't know. Um, yeah. But uh, the Yes California Independence campaign mm. wants to put a measure on the 2018 ballot that if passed, mm. would bring California one step closer to, le- to legally seceding from the union. Mm. Yeah, that- I, Could that happen? Well, I'm no history buff, D, but I, I think they, they, somebody tried that before and there was like a whole war that happened. A, I, I'm not sure exactly. but I'm, A I, I state think, has not seceded from the yeah, Union yeah. since the 1860s. Right. And those 11 southern states rejoined after the Civil War. Right. There was a war. So, so, and I don't think we're not like the UK where we're like, sure, we'll let Scotland have a vote and decide what they <laughs> want to do. You know, this ain't fucking... This ain't no loving over here. We're not going to be doing that. It's not yeah, I don't, I don't think uh, no. Fuhrer Trump is going to mm-hmm. let uh, California just secede. Um, but, you know, the movement's gaining ground. I mean, it's, it started from a fringe political group to a nationwide social media trend in a matter of hours as Californians started to realize we're going to have a Trump presidency. I mean, California shapes America's brand with the entertainment industry. You know what I mean? Well, you so, know, California is one of yeah. the six largest economies in the world. Yeah, they do. So they feel like just from our agriculture mm. alone, but, we could be right. a, uh, you know, we'd be able to uh, be an independent nation. And it's a lot of Jews too. There yeah. are a lot of Jews that live here. And, and just, just saying, uh, if Jews are so smart, why are they allergic to everything? Yeah. He's, <laughs> Moon man's back. He's back. He wants to, <laughs> Wait, he wants did you, to did you just stay up for like, to like four in the morning, just making a bunch of moon yeah, man things. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, <laughs> I think you're becoming a member of the alt right. I think I might be. I'm concerned. I don't know what's, don't know what's happening, man. It's very, Hopefully, you know. uh, it only happens when you drink. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and you know, stay off the sauce. Yeah, we're doing the show. <laughs> uh, but yes, California claims that a new California would be more or less just the same. Mm. So if we're the the nation of California, it wouldn't be our life here wouldn't be that much different. Hmm. Uh, no, I, I really don't think it would, to be honest. You don't think so? No. He says uh, they, they want California to be recognized as a nation within a nation, like Scotland the UK. I think, if anything, it would just make my life more annoying. Because it'd be like, anytime I needed to go to fucking Rhode Island, I'd have to bring my passport and it'd go through the passport. Con- you know, that would be irritating. 
Hey, I think you'd have to do that. I What's think the upside? Get... Like, what is the upside? But maybe, honestly, I'm not but sure. maybe it'd be like uh, going to Canada when you could just do it with a driver's license, you know, before nine eleven. Mm, yeah, it could, it could be that. But instead of paying tax to the federal government, Californians would keep that money in the state. And California expects those tax dollars would increase California's budget by hundreds of billions of dollars, being that we're the most populous state. Mm. And uh, well, that's an upside. That's okay. It's the sixth largest yeah. economy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, independent California mm. will continue to use American currency. That's what the group hopes. All right. It's a fully tradable international currency. Mm. I don't know. I mean, uh, they raked in last year $47 billion in crop cash receipts. Our state alone. Okay. It produces over a third of the country's vegetables and two-thirds of fruits and nuts. So that's the largest agriculture industry in the nation. So, I mean, based on that alone, the, the, problem, is, the problem is they haven't thought of anything. They, they haven't mentioned anything about water. Mm. And, uh, that's a problem, I think. You know, right? I mean, uh, Isn't it? yeah, yeah they, there's no clear path mm. to supply the state's 38 million people mm. with drinking water. Because we get a lot of water from the Colorado River. Right. I mean, we get water that's run off from rain and snow. You know, that falls in northern and eastern parts of California. But the Colorado River, I mean, that's where we get a lot of our water. So mm. what are they going to do? Yes, California's response, no water, no food. Can't they have a desalinization plant or something? Like, Isn't that like a thing? The, uh, like in Water World? I don't, like, you know, but that's the thing. That costs like millions it? of dollars oh, to do. Okay. So, I, yeah. you know, I don't yeah. know. Um, yeah. You know what? Uh, the, the agriculture could keep us uh, afloat post-secession, but... I don't know what would happen. I mean, and that's mm. the thing. I don't think this would. I mean, you'd have the Supreme Court that would have to vote on this, right? And that would just never happen. I don't think Trump would ever allow it. No. Would no Trump? Be, do you think Trump would be a persona non grata? Um. No. No. You can have you know objectionable world leaders appear. You know, we've yeah, had a long it's for dipl dip, diplomacy. It's fine. Do you, you see know? one of the uh, the, the first uh, world leaders to visit Donald Trump in the Trump Tower? Who? Nigel Farage. Whoa. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. I think you know. Putin's going to have his own wing at the, at yeah, the White yeah, House. Yeah. It's like, oh, Putin's in town. Yeah. Well, what I hope happens with this mm. whole thing, mm. I hope it's a reality show. I hope mm. he makes a reality. I hope he brings cameras into the White House. I hope there's cameras with the, the Trump family. I mm. hope we're allowed it because that would be the most successful reality mm. show of all time. Well, I'm sure they're cleaning up a nice cell in Supermax for Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> um, I'm sure that's, you know. Well, I'm sure know. a lot of Americans are happy that the White House yeah. is white again. I'm sure, I'm sure he'll be very magnanimous and won't be seeking revenge on everyone at all, right? I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be fine. He's not going to be. You know. I think a lot of Americans are going to be quite, quite content that the mm. White House is white again. Did you ever read that, um, that article about that? Uh, who's the guy who founded uh, Branson, Richard Branson? Oh, Virgin, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the guy who found the Virgin. He, he, he was, I read some article where he was talking about having dinner with Trump, and Trump was just talking about how he, he had asked, you know, his company was in bankruptcy, and he asked a bunch of people for money, and they didn't give it to him. And the entire dinner, all he talked about was how he's going to dedicate the rest of his life to ruining those people. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you hear about Omarosa saying that Trump has a list of all the celebrities and mm. all the politicians who have been anti-Trump. Okay, I'm sure he does. There's a whole yeah. list. Yeah, I'm hoping. Uh, I'm hoping we make the list. But some are way down at the bottom. Right. Though, yeah. You know, I mean, because we're obviously very irrelevant to Trump. But it would be nice if he was like you know D. Simon and Harrison. 
They're on the list. Because Nixon, you know, Nixon had a list, but he was, <laughs> I kind of like Nixon. Like, Nixon is kind of lovable to me in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? Trump, yeah. ugh, I don't know, man. I think, you know what it is? I don't think a regular politician can win anymore. Mm. In our TV media-obsessed culture, right? Uh, where news is only, uh, we, we only um, are able to process news from our Facebook feed. I think in this culture, the only people who will be elected president will be a celebrity of some sort. I right. heard uh, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, is thinking of running again. Okay. I'm thinking what, what needs to happen. The Democratic Party mm. will need to figure out which liberal that they can have that's the most palatable yeah. amongst um, all Americans. Mm. I'm thinking John Stewart Colbert for uh, 2020. Okay. What do you think? Mm, I don't know. Michael Moore, maybe for the anarcho party, that's not gonna, yeah. But he would never get fly. elected. No, no, no. People love John Stewart. Yeah. So would that would that be great? John Stewart running against the incumbent Donald Trump. I don't know if there are enough people that actually like John Stewart to actually be a. Well, who would you nominate? We got to pick a liberal celebrity. We got to pick a liberal. Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Bill Murray could win. I All feel right. like Bill Murray could win. I'm thinking yeah. Bill Murray. Yeah. And Bill Maher. Or Tom Hanks. You know what I mean? Actually, that... Tom Hanks would be right. the perfect... Because it's Tom like, how Hanks could Tom for Hanks lose? Yeah, Bill yeah. Murray for VP. Yeah, everybody loves Tom Hanks. Although, they, we kind of probably should have a female VP. Right. Samantha Bee is pretty good. But I don't mm. know how many people really know her. No, a lot of people don't know who How about Beyonce? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just do that. All right. Let's Tom Hanks, that. Beyonce ticket, yeah. 2020. Yeah. That's going to defeat Trump Pence. Mm. Mark my words. We need a celebrity now. Because that's the only thing we're going to uh, elect. It's the only thing people care about. Right. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, people, this is episode 558 here is Sick and Wrong. Uh, we have news coming up next, and we have phone calls after that. But first, here's a word from Adam and Eve. Ah, the holidays. It's snowing outside, the fire's crackling, and there's a big jar of unused lube on your nightstand. And that can only mean one thing. It's December. Yes, that time of year that we celebrate Christ's alleged birth with the purchase of a shiny brand new dildo at AdamEve.com. And if you use coupon code DIDDLE on your order, you'll get 50% off your first purchase, three free adult DVDs, and a free gift. Show your loved ones you still care and cram a brand new dildo down their holiday road. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamandEve.com, and making a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E, like priests do to altar boys. Hallelujah. So, Harrison, I read a, an article here that I think is a really good idea for a lot of our foreign fans, mm -hmm. especially the 30-year-old virgin foreigners that listen to this show. Yeah. Uh, you guys should be following suit here. This is a really brilliant idea. eBay removes Swedish man's offer of marriage for Americans fleeing Trump. Right. So this guy here in Stockholm, Sweden, uh, he posts an eBay listing offering to marry Americans seeking to move out of the country after Donald Trump's been elected president. No one needs to leave the country. All right. It's, come on. Don't guys. you love how many celebrities have been like, I'm leaving the country. That's actually fucking up some shit of mine right now. Like These, what? A celebrity who said that she was going to leave the country. Oh, is, is yeah, yeah. tied to a that. friend of mine's project. And it's a whole thing. You know, it's, it's going to fuck everything up. Well, do you really them. think any of them are going to leave the country? No, no. But it's you say you're going to do something. It's, it's like it's settle enough. down, yeah. Beavis. Yeah. You're still yeah. going to stay here. And plus, yeah. why not stay here? You're probably going to be more popular because you're going to be like the dissenting voice. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, it, it, although I can understand the gut reaction. It's like, mm. seriously, we just elected a reality mm. television star mm. who's an openly racist man. Mm. Mm. 
openly mm-hmm. sexist man mm-hmm. as president. I think the reality of that as you're sinking in is like, I'm going to move to Canada or I'm going to move somewhere else. But right. you know, the fact of the matter is, you're not. Right. You're not mm-hmm. going to sell your home and move to another country. Come on. No. But anyway, maybe if... Uh, oh, I could always move to the UK. It's fine. But maybe if some you know, Nordic... I'm, I'm, I'm in great shape. Yeah, maybe... I'm, well, yeah. we're fine. As, as yeah. I said before, we're yeah. white. Yeah. We're male. Yeah. You know, we... Uh, well, and I, I could also easily claim UK citizenship. Yeah, so... Uh, but bam! I mean, you're fine. I'm good. But yeah. why would you leave? You're white and male. This country's... It's true. We're not going to be affected. Yeah, no. We're going to prosper. It's true. Um... Good I mean, there, there's a little moon man in all of us, you know what I mean? <laughs> who, who, will, who sees what, who benefits. A lot of moon men in you. Yeah. Uh, Gustav Hallen, 30, uh, listed his auction with a starting price of $50,000. Who's this guy think he is? Uh, 50 grand. For, t- t- for citizenship? No. He oh. was saying that if a woman put up 50 grand, yeah. they could get Sweden, Sweden, Sweden citizenship. Right. Swedish Swedish citizenship, including marriage, right. for fifty grand. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's what well, woman's going to pay that. I, I know women that have paid. I know people that have gone into situations like that where the woman was a foreigner. She wanted to come to the states. She put up at least twenty five grand for for, uh, for to marry a. Dude. Yeah, but I'm just saying this is a you know? dude living in Sweden saying like, mm. "Oh, American chicks are going to pay fifty grand to marry me." Sweden's a great place to live, man. It's yeah, cold, maybe. but it's, you know, the Who's quality this guy of life he is, is Alexander good. Skarsgård? I haven't seen a picture of him yet, but... Uh, I'm sure he's, he looks great. It's Sweden. Yeah, Everybody Sweden. looks amazing. I know, yeah. they're all good looking yeah. over there. So, um, But what I'm saying is, like, we have a few English fans mm. who can put up some money, probably right. use the money, and uh, I'm sure there's some American girls who are like, you know what, I'm going to marry that guy, yeah. and I'll go live in Sweden. Because if some woman was like, oh, I want to move to the United States, I'll mar- you know, will you marry me for $25,000? I'd do it. In a, God. in a goddamn second. One of the biggest mistakes she'd ever made. I've always wanted to, you know. <laughs> I've, I've had yeah. two friends that have done that. Yeah. You know. Um, he says the U.S. just became the land of the free to leave. Why not move to mm. a better place like Sweden? Open for all suggestions, female, male, and others. Like long walks and Netflix and chill. This guy actually isn't even holding uh, just, it's not just for women. It's mm, men anybody. and others. So uh, there you go, people. Man after my own heart. <laughs> he said he created the listing as a joke in response to the mm. U.S. presidential election. And he didn't think any, you know, he didn't think anything would happen, but now it's kind of become a viral thing. Mm. Uh, this guy's a six-foot-tall photographer, art director, and surf instructor. So yeah, Jesus. I'm sure this guy probably, mm. yeah, is a lot more desirable than uh, me or you. There's, there was like two weeks of the year that you can surf in Sweden. So <laughs> yeah, he'll instruct you those two weeks. He said he put the price so high because he didn't think he'd get an offer, and he actually didn't get any offers. Hmm. But he joked about following through the listing because if someone were actually to bid for it, he'd have to figure out how to tell his mom and dad. It's like, don't they think they'd be like, my dad would be like, you know, son, you are, you are a brilliant hmm. businessman, yeah. a true Jew. Right. I'm going to boost you in, in, the, in the membership. You're now vice president of Jews. Right, yeah. Yeah, because this hmm. is a great idea. Um, but yeah, how many people do you really think are going to flee America? I, I've seen a lot of uh, a lot of people said that the immigration site to Canada ended up going down because it was uh, too much traffic. Did you see about that? Uh, I did see that. Yeah, and uh, people have been talking about Australia or New Zealand. It's yeah, like, come it's on, it's dumb. You're not going to move. Yeah, anyway. it's hard. It's hard to move to another country. Huh. What do you have here for the second story? Well, police say friendly face slapping contest at Minnesota bar leads to serious beating. Friendly face slapping yeah, contest. Just a friendly face slapping contest between 
social equals led what? to some. Is this Florida? Mishap. No, Minnesota. Whoa, Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota, one of the few blue states in the Midwest. Because shit's starting to get cold over there. You know? <laughs> it's, people start to get crazy. What started as a smack fest at a St. Paul bar ended with one of the participants assaulted by at least half a dozen people, police said Monday. But one of the promoters said she doesn't believe what happened outside was related to the event. So a 25-year-old Anoka woman reported she had been at Ar- Arnelia's Bar on University Avenue and had taken part in a smack fest at the bar. It was described in a police report as being a competition in which willing contestants take turns slapping each other in the faces. So as a bar owner, yeah. wouldn't you assess the liability of having people slap each other in the faces while being heavily inebriated in your bar? A lot of bar owners aren't that, you know, hands-on with the with their bar. They're like, you know. So wait, you think the bar owner didn't even know about this promotion? It's very possible. He's like living yeah. in Hawaii. Yeah, it was like the. It seemed that there's a promoter. The promoter who uh, who ran this event is named Kesha Ray. <laughs> in one word, one word, Kesha okay. Ray, ex stripper, now bar manager. Yeah, 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 Kesha Ray. So, um, is this a female only event or men allowed to smack each other too? I think it's female only. Hmm. Because sometimes, you know, people get mad when they get smacked in the face sometimes. Wow. I'm, surpri- I'm surprised they don't just take it one step further and they go full on mud wrestling or something. You'd think so. You'd think that happens in Florida. I bet you that does, that does happen in Florida. Actually. I bet, I bet Kesha Ray was banking on that, but no, mm-hmm. no fucking dice. Um, yeah. So, um, Arnelia's hosted a smack fest in the past, and the event Thursday was the second week they brought it back. Popular. It's pure adult fun, Kesha Ray said. <laughs> That's it. You so can... are these like open hand like slaps? Or yeah. How, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're not backhanding people. So you're not backhanding. You're no, just no. like, you know, psh, like yeah. a regular slap, like a pimp slap. Yeah. Participants are only allowed to be women who sign a waiver and have to follow rules, including switching hands and which side of the face they're hitting, said Kesha Ray. Hmm. Uh, they have, I should just, I feel like you could just say anything and then afterwards say, said Kesha Ray, and it just disqualifies <laughs> anything you just said. So how do you declare a winner? Um, they have three rounds with three smacks in each and a break in between every round. The crowd judges who won overall. And the grand prize from the event was $175. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that could pay for some facial reconstructive surgery. Yeah. So do you think it's, it's you win based on the, the, uh, how loud the slap is? Yeah, I think probably like form. You okay, know, like if you hit on the then... right, you know, you hit on the side of the face properly. Um, you don't get too wildly out of angle. How kind of red thing. the handprint is. Yeah, or how, how red it is. How the, the sound, you know, the crispness mm. of the smack. That kind of thing. But, I mean, these things can go bad. Have uh, Have you ever had a girlfriend who would be willing to uh, participate in this kind of contest? And would you let her do it? Like, if you're at a bar, if you're at this bar, you're there, um, you know, on a uh, Moon Man comedy tour, and you're at this bar, you're with your lady, and you go in there and she's like, I want to compete, 175 yeah. bucks, I'm mm. going to do this. Would you be like, you know, darling, I don't think you should. Um, it depends on how sober I am. Because, <laughs> yes, I absolutely do. I have, you know, have been on and off dating someone. Con- it's confusing. I was about to say, your current girlfriend might be a worthy competitor. I think she dumped me. I'm not really sure what's going on. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right, I don't know right, what's going on. So. But, yeah, no, she definitely competed in something like that. 
And, and I would, if I were sober, I'd be like, this maybe isn't the best idea. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Um, but uh, if if I, if not, if I was drunk, I'd be like, well, this is fun. You know, <laughs> this is, what could go wrong? So, have you ever had any girlfriends that have gotten to a fight with other girls in a bar? Yes. And I did you have I to have. break it up, or did you just grab champagne and? Your no, 40s? it was like I was in the bathroom, and I come back to fucking Armageddon. You know, just like people screaming and, pe- you know, and then it's like, we got to get out of here. The cops have been called, you know. Let's wow. Go. I don't think yeah. of it. And does she have like a weave in her hand that she's pulled off? No, 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 no weave, but this bitch had rings. You know what I mean? So, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like my favorite. Uh, have you seen that Facebook? My new favorite Facebook group is called Brawl Park. Have you seen mm. that? No, I have not. B-R-A-W-L Park. Brawl mm. Park. This sounds like mm. a Brawl Park video waiting to happen. There was... Uh, I, I knew this chick who uh, you know, was telling me she was, you know, started to experiment with BDSM and all that bullshit, you know, and she uh, she was like playing with a dom, a man, a male dom who uh, was like, oh, are you cool with being slapped in the face, et cetera. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. But she'd never been slapped in the face. Never. She's just. Yeah. But she's, she's just saying, like, she's so down for it. You know, she's been choked. sex? Or yeah. In any. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, in any yeah. situation, she'd never been slapped in the face. And um, so he was like playing around with her, choking her, whatever. He slaps her in the face, and she just fucking reacts like a feral animal, and just <laughs> beats his ass like hardcore. Wow! Yeah, because you don't know people react in weird ways. They there, just flip the fuck out, you know. There's a it's come come to think of it, mm. there's a video on Brawl Park that mm. I was watching this morning while I was drinking my coffee. It was in like Pakistan or somewhere mm. in India. Uh, this husband was upset with his wife and mm. he just she was talking to her friends he just walks over and just cracks her one across the face mm. this woman went nuts she beat the fuck out of him yeah. they were at like a wedding right. she was smashing him with mm. a chair she went yeah, nuts yeah. Oh, and you yeah. could totally tell like that one mm. crack across her face just mm. unleashed pure animal oh, yeah. fury no it can do it you never know yeah. you never know so I mean Kesha Ray should have maybe taken this into account this kind of thing <laughs> can happen you know um the woman who was assaulted outside the bar early Friday had competed against another woman whom she had seen around but didn't know. Mm. After the competition, the victim and her opponent spoke, and neither was upset about the outcome. But when the woman left the bar between 2 and 2.30 a.m. and headed out to her car, her smackfest opponent was waiting for her in a fighting stance. Is this Ronda Rousey? Like, is I think so. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, everything was all good, but... A grudge was so it had a conciliatory end. They they shook their hands. It was fine. Yeah. But as soon as she came out, this woman's like in a fighting stance, ready to go. Yeah. The opponent, her boyfriend, and five to six of her friends surrounded the twenty-five-year-old at her car. She was punched in the nose and knocked to the ground, where the suspect's boyfriend used his foot to stomp the left side of her face. All right. Now that is above and beyond respectability here. It's serious. Like that? No, this seriously. He is violating Smackfest rules. He is. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. This, this, things got out of hand. Where's her boyfriend? Does the victim have a boyfriend? No, I think she just, she's like a ringer, you know, (laughs) she's, she's like a hustler of, you know, like, it's like a Paul Newman. You know what I mean? She goes around to these smack fests all over the country and pretends like, oh, I, I guess I'll try this. But she's like a fucking smack fest champion. Did, it's did, like it's did, like Kingpin. It's like I'm, that movie. I'm picturing like a girl that looks yeah. a lot like Reese Witherspoon. You know, well, I mean, you're like, unassuming. <laughs> you look at her. You're like, oh, what can she do? And then she goes up against your, you know, your girlfriend. She's lucky they didn't cut her smacking hand off. Yeah, you know what I mean. God. I mean, Jesus Christ. 
Shit can get out of hand, guys. She's a smack fest yeah. hustler, this one. During the fracas, one of the suspects lost her wig, which was found on the ground. Damn! <laughs> wait, okay, wait. Damn! Now I'm thinking, this yeah. is totally changing my opinion of all mm. this. Is this something that would happen, is this something that happened at like a, a, an urban bar, like a, a black bar? I, I don't know. What, Kesha Ray. Now that I'm yeah, back. yeah, the, the the black bar in St. Paul, Minnesota. Well, that's Dang. what I'm saying. It's right. you're making it seem you're you're adding this ghetto element to it. I didn't think. I, just sad. It's, I'm not. I'm not adding. A, I'm just adding sass. All right. I'm adding I, an I'm, appropriate level of sass. D. Initially, when you read that article in mm. St. Paul, Minnesota, I was thinking a mm. Reese Witherspoon <laughs> Witherspoon type went into this bar right. and smacked the hell out of some yeah. some lady, and she got upset, and then they ended up fighting. But mm. now. It's all coming together. I think this might have been a, uh, a kind of a ghetto bar. This is like a you know, like two black ladies with weaves got into it. Well, somebody had a wig, but I'm imagining it's one of those stupid wigs. It's like a bo- it's like a pink bob. You know those those wigs that women wear for no reason at parties sometimes. Yeah, they kind of like, like a I club have a pink kid. wig for, yeah, for no reason. Like they're like you a know? club kid wig yeah. or something. Yeah, one of those stupid things about. is what I think. I don't think it was whatever you the fuck described it as. Well, I, uh, you, I'm, it sounds like yeah. it's a weave. Yeah. Do they name any of the other people in here? I mean, we live in a post-Oprah culture, D. This, this shit is permeates all, <laughs> you know, all, you know, strata of our society. Maybe so. the Democrats should have nominated Oprah. She might have won. That would have been genius. Yeah. I don't, you know, but why would Oprah want to do that? I mean, I still have a hard time believing why Trump wants to do this. It seems like a pain in the ass. It seems like a step down. You know, everybody's always on your case watching you, you know. It's, it just seems like a hassle. I don't I, understand you know, it at all. I think I really uh, don't get it. he was saying they turned down the 400 grand a year paycheck because <laughs> he doesn't need it. Right. Um, but I think what's going to happen with Trump, I don't think he's going to be assassinated. I also, uh, what I think is going to happen to him, I think he's going to be either impeached because of a conflict of interest business mm. deal no. or he's going to be caught shagging one of his mistresses in Air Force One. Yeah. Hopefully, while Giuliani and Chris Christie mm. are just masturbating, watching in right, the back. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping. Actually, I, hope I, heard on camera. I heard Christie's being frozen out because of I heard his bridge he, shit. Well, I heard the bridge shit made mm. him out of the transition team, but I yeah. heard he's still being considered for a member of the cabinet. God. Because he's he's not he's an outsider too. He's so anti-establishment, Chris oh, yeah. Christie. He yeah. eats anti-establishment for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and other meals in between because that guy's a pretty fat guy. A fat clown. <laughs> <laughs> a fat clown. Anyway, um, so yeah, I mean, this shit, this shit got crazy. Um, someone drove the victim to the hospital. She had significant bruising on both sides of her face. Uh, though she said the injuries on the right side were from the smack fight. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. how, how do you know if that wasn't yeah. Smackfest-related injuries? The woman also had scratches and cuts to her face, and two artificial nails had been ripped from her fingers. Ooh. Yeah. And uh, Kesha Ray had this to add. I just think that once people get outside after having some liquor, fights sometimes break out, and that's just any bar. It doesn't mean anything happened inside. <laughs> so, this has nothing to do with Smackfest agitating with people. Yeah. Smackfest needs to continue, all right? <laughs> Man, my, there, there was a Smackfest I got uh, alerted to earlier. Um, you know, cause, you know, one of my ex-girlfriends got kicked out of sober living, you know? Hmm. And so and, wait, she was involved in a smack fest? No, but she's like, she's dealing with her boyfriend in, in Orange County who's living in a tent or something. And he was like, 
She had to call the ambulance today because he was in a deep sleep and couldn't be woken up. She thought he OD'd, but he was actually like f- sleep fighting. He was like sleepwalking, Wait, the, the fighting, running around. Sleepwalking, doing... attacking people? Yeah, like running around, like doing kung fu and shit. God. And then the, the ambulance came and they like had to put him in restraints and it was like, you know. You know what? You know what causes I'm dealing that? with all this in my. This is a crazy week for me and for America. Jesus, yeah, you know this is insane. And let alone who your new uh, president <sighs> is. Everything's crazy, man. God. Yeah. Jesus. Um, so wow. Um, all right. So the third story here. Um, a few people actually sent this in, and uh, it happened a couple weeks ago. However, I still think it's topical because there's uh, been some new developments. A man who kept woman chained in container admits to killing seven people. Todd Kolep, a registered sex offender, reportedly admitted to the killings after the woman mm-hmm. was found on his South Carolina property. I wonder if Todd Kolep voted for Trump. Um, he seems like a Trump supporter. Seemed like he had a lot going on. You know <laughs> he might have I mean? been too busy. Made, yeah, too yeah. busy to go to the might polls. Might have been too busy to make it mm. to the polls. Uh, South Carolina authorities said uh, that Todd Kolep, the suspect, uh, they, they arrested before discovering the body of a man whose girlfriend was found chained alive in a storage container, mm. confessed to killing six other people. <sighs> uh, apparently, they had found this woman. Um, uh, what's her name? Uh, her name is Kayla Brown. They found yeah. her locked. She's 30 years old. They found her locked inside a, a, inside a container, a shipping container. She actually had a collar around her throat chained to the, uh, the wall of the container. Yikes. And she went to, uh, uh, apparently they had uh, dogs, there's some property. The police came out there and she started pounding mm. on the, uh, the container. Mm. So investigators found her in there. And so they brought back cadaver dogs because she said that her that she witnessed mm. uh Colep shoot her boyfriend, mm. Carver. And he had shot she he had shot him and then mm. buried him in a shallow grave yeah. on his property. Jeez. Turns out he actually buried six other people there too. Well the comedy potential here is endless, D. This is Oh, you know, I'm just getting la- started. This is a laugh riot. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is All a right. laugh fest. This is yeah. like America's funniest home videos, mm. but just involving murder and uh sadistic cruelty. It's murder. Uh, police arrested Colep, 45 years old, registered sex offender who works as a realtor on suspicion of kidnapping on Thursday. Mm. Uh, they said Brown and Colep knew each other and that her abduction was not a random act. Wait, this maniac works as a realtor? Yeah, and, they, and you know, it's causing a lot of havoc in these South Carolina communities because mm. a lot of people are like, you know, we bought our house from him. Man. He knows <laughs> where we live. He's a nice guy. We went and mm. had a beer. Mm. Meanwhile, this dude is uh, posting very disturbing Amazon reviews. Hmm. And so that, that, that's the best part of this article. This is where the comedy comes in. It's not funny hmm. to go to someone's property and find a 30-year-old woman chained by her neck to a shipping container wall. No. That is not a funny thing. No. It's not funny finding her husband's hmm. uh, dead body hmm. in a shallow grave. That's not funny. But what is funny is going to, uh, after you arrest a serial murderer and then looking at his Amazon account and finding all the reviews he left for the various products that he purchased ah, in his spare time. Yes, okay. So uh, Spartanburg County Sheriff's Office said Monday that's looking into disturbing product reviews left on Amazon.com by an account that's associated with Todd Kolhep. Um, Kolhep apparently left reviews for a variety of items, a variety of items. Um, the account is under scrutiny for these unnerving reviews. So in September 13th, 2014, a couple of years ago, he reviewed a padlock. And his review says, solid locks. I have five on a shipping container. It won't stop them, 
but it sure will slow them down till they're too old to care. Damn. Yeah. Damn. That would maybe convince me to buy that lock. Right, yeah. Because you know that's going to be a very sturdy lock. This guy sounds like he's got a lot of land, you know? Well, it's classic American serial killer. I guess so. You, you live in rural, yeah. rural America, you know. I uh, barely own a car, you know? This guy owns like a shipping <laughs> no, container. This guy has like and acres, of, yeah, acres yeah, of land fuck, here. You but know? Go, go move to Buffalo, South Carolina. <sighs> I guess, yeah. Um, in another review on the same day for a saw chain, the user rated the product five stars and simply wrote, backup chain. Hmm. It's cryptic, but yeah. still kind of unnerving. I mean, it's always good to have a backup chain. In another review, same Amazon user wrote on a product page for a knife, quote, haven't stabbed anyone yet. Yet. Mm. But I'm keeping the dream alive, and when I do, it will be of the quality tool like this. Okay. Hmm. Sure. I mean, if you think about it, Amazon gets a lot of disturbing reviews like that. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure it's, mm. you know, I'm sure it's kind of commonplace. Yeah. So I, I don't think that, do you think they have like some kind of like a filter or something that mm. like a Facebook algorithm that's going through there and being like, okay, here's a serial, a potential serial killer writing a review. I, I think that's one of the things that fucking, you know, Snowden's SN, NSA like might ignore. They might ignore the Amazon reviews. You they, know, they probably, they probably yeah. ignore the fucking iTunes goddamn podcast reviews, you know, <laughs> but they don't ignore, you know, that's why when I was texting you the other day about, you know, my predictions on, on Trump's assassination, but I was like putting in threes instead of E's, you know, mm, and I was just putting in, yeah, you know, I, I they do a thing, you know, they yeah. do to scan it. So you gotta you be careful. An iPhone. Yeah. They also post an image of the user's review for a foldable shovel. He mm. says, keep in car for when you have to hide the bodies. Mm. And he left the full-size shovel at home. Right. It does not come with a midget, which mm. would have been nice. Mm. Now, that's comedy. Okay. That's comedy gold yeah. right there. Uh, the majority of the reviewed products it's good were... to keep a sense of humor when you have your, uh, your um, horrific murder sex dungeon, you know? <laughs> if you can keep a sense of humor through that, then you know you've made it. The majority of the reviewed products were tactical gear gun accessories, tools, SD cards, and books on war and fighting. Right. <clears throat> uh, the user in question also left reviews for dog toys, a Nine West handbag, and uh, two seasons of Walking Dead. See, that's the problem with Walking Dead. Hmm. You know, guys like this would prevail in the Walking Dead universe. They would. And I, I mean, I stopped watching that show. I remember I stopped watching it seasons ago. But I remember I was playing, like, the game. You know, they have, like, a, they have, like, a video game of it, right? Where it's like, it's like an adventure game you play and it's like you're going through it it's cool it's fun and then there was one point where I'm, I'm up in this attic I'm going through this house trying to find shit and then there's like this like little kid with like half a torso a zombie being like yeah trying to get me and I'm like oh, alright I fucking blow his head off and then it's like I'm, I'm, I have his body I'm bringing it downstairs to the yard and there's a bunch of other people in my group that are like standing around and we're gonna have like a funeral for this half a fucking dead kid that I just shot in the head. Wait, did you choose to do this? No, I didn't have a game. It was part of the it's game. A cut sequence. Yeah, it was like a. But I had to like be like lower him into the ground. I had to do the steps of the thing, and I'm like, I'm not doing this. Fuck this. I stopped playing the game. I'm like, this is too fucking upsetting. I'm not doing this anymore. So wait, what, what would you Christ. prefer to do? I don't know, but I don't want to have a funeral for fucking you know uh, a half a zombie kid. With come on, I gotta say, I gotta say something for this kid now. I gotta do a whole thing. Like this is so depressing. Why am I doing this on my day off? You know, goddamn. Anyway, do you just go back to playing Pokemon. 
yeah. living your life. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm actually enjoying the new season mm. of Walking Dead. Mm. Negan's great. You seen that guy? I saw the premiere. I saw the premiere. Yeah, it's great. You got a psycho you know. with a bat, and, yeah. you know, wrapped around with barbed wire, bashing people's faces in characters it's, that I yeah. never really liked, to mm. be honest. Yeah, that was about time someone from Rick's group goes. You know, they're killing all these other people. I mean, think about it. Rick's group went and murdered like 30 people in their sleep. Did they? I don't know. I didn't, yeah, I it happened that, that yeah. 30 of Negan's people mm. were murdered in their sleep. Okay. So, I don't know. I think it's, you know, quid pro quo here, you know. Okay. Eye for an eye. Anyway, people send your stories. Stick around podcast at hotmail.com. We have phone calls to get to. 323-522-4032 is that number. Before we get to our first call. Here's another word from Adam and Eve. Hey, sick and wrong listeners. Want to add a little spice to your sex life? Go to adamandeve.com. You'll get 50% off your purchase, free shipping, two adult DVDs, and a product so sensual, we can't even mention it on this podcast. No, no. Just type the coupon code DIDDLE upon checkout. So, Harrison, we got some phone calls to get to. Uh, mm. Once again, 323-522-4032 is that number. People, give us a call. We want some good, thought-provoking phone calls. Here. Yeah! We do. And we got, we got a few this week. Uh, a lot of people being like, a lot of Trump, Trump, Trump calls, which I, I did find somewhat entertaining. Did we get some of those? Yeah, we got a few of those. Oh, okay. But, um, mm. you know, or... Um, mm. Yeah, or a lot of calls that were just like, it sounded like it could have been, you know how like when you butt dial someone, mm. it's just like, you just hear nothing for about two minutes? I get that a lot because my, my first name starts with an A. Yeah, you know? it probably so, does yeah, have a lot. I get that a lot. So anyway, mm. give us a call, 323-522-4032. Keep it under three minutes. Make it thought-provoking. We'll play it here on the show. Right. So the first call we got here, um, I forget even what it is. Which, which one do we get? Fanny Harlow. Here is the first call from mm. Fanny Harlow. Hello, it's Fanny Harlow. Uh, being a bit quiet because everyone's asleep. It's half past three in the morning. I love how it's like three thirty a.m. Yeah, she's calling us. She's like, I'm being, I'm being a bit quiet. And what do you hear in the background? It's like white zombie playing or something. <laughs> what, what is that? It's like you're, you're being yeah. really quiet yeah. here. I think so. I mean, you don't, you know, you don't want to wake people up. No. That are going into weird buckfast rages, you know. Yeah. I've just been made redundant, so I'm a lady of leisure now. I'm staying up too late, drinking whiskey. A lady illusioner? And I thought you said lady legionnaire. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. How does that make any more sense okay. than, than illusioner? Yeah. But hey. She is drinking I, whiskey. I think I, I played a lady illusioner in a Dungeons and Dragons campaign once. 
Um, <laughs> it didn't go well for me. She, she mm. Fanny Harlow, her mm. voice, and I just picture her to be like the 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 madam of some brothel back in like you know uh, Jack the Ripper days. Absolutely, like, you know, yeah, she, yeah. she manages the brothel. Yeah. And she's like, my ladies yeah. keep disappearing, and then they find them, <laughs> and they're all disemboweled. Yeah, and, I hate it. <laughs> It's like a lot of pink lace, but with like fucking, you know, leather buckles and kind of steampunk kind of get up. But a lot of decolletage. Yeah, yeah. It's really low cut. Oh, yeah. A lot of titties. Mm -hmm. Uh, On a personal note, I'd just let you know that Willie Harlow is no more. He died. Oh. He's the little Portuguese fella. Yeah, I know. I like that guy. Yeah. Did he die? No. I don't know. Me and him's done. Oh. Oh. Which is a good thing. Mm. But I'm not calling about that. Wow. So, Mm. you know, they've they've been dating for a long time. I met them when I was in uh, London. I've 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 met them twice. Okay. Since I've been in, I mean, since we've been doing the show and Mm. we've been doing the show for a long time. Um Ah, bummer to hear that. I yeah. like both of you guys, yeah. but hey, you know that's, that's the way the that's the way life is. Right. Yeah. I was quite excited when I heard Arison talking about that gay dude that got chopped up and some of his body was found at what he called Bermondsey Wall in quite the River excited. Thames. Oh yeah, remember that guy? Yeah, the guy yeah, who yeah. Uh, did crystal meth to get closer to Satan. Did he chop up a cop? Yeah, yeah, a police constable. Yeah. Well, that's like five-minute walk from my ass. And it's not Bermondsey, it's Bermondsey. From her ass? No, from her house. Okay, okay, yeah. all right. Ber- it's not Bermondsey, it's... Bermondsey. Bermondsey, okay. Bermondsey. Hmm. I've lived here all my life, that's how you say it. Bermondsey, all right? And, uh, oh yeah, the other thing was you were talking about Teddy Ruxpin... My little sister, who's like 10 years younger than me. When the fuck were we talking about Teddy Ruxpin? Uh, you weren't. It was last week mm. uh, on uh, Fistful of Steel. Yeah. Steel brought up... Uh, I think I might have brought up Teddy mm. Ruxpin because Steel mm. was talking about how they're releasing sex robots with warm genitals that can actually converse oh, yeah. with you. You yeah. hear about this? That's great. And so uh, he was disturbed by it mm. because Steel's old school and he wants mm. like the you know acrylic blow-up dolls with like the yarn... Right. Pubic hair that when the, and you're like in the uh, the uh, holes you got to fill with like lube. Like he wants the old school blow up dolls, and he thinks verbal it's bull- is an important component in some people's sexual. Pleasure. Well, he thinks it's bullshit okay. that there's these yeah. like lifelike robotic dolls. So I was like, yeah, I mean, why, why not? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Back then, weren't you fucking Teddy Ruxpin? And then we got yeah. this whole thing about Teddy Ruxpin. Okay. Did you ever yeah. have one of those? No, but I always was jealous. Of my friends that had it, I always wanted it. You know, it's so like, creepy. Hello, though. I'm Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> Would you like to hear a story? <laughs> it is so fucking creepy, though. Yeah, because then everybody that had it and they still had it when we were like teenagers. You know, you put like fucking you know the, your minor threat tape in there. You know, and oh, yeah, be yeah, even yeah, more you hilarious. You know? You, you know, it's funny. But speaking of Teddy Ruxpin, I had oh. a boss. Uh, a couple of years ago, he's my boss. He got fired actually because he kind of sucked. Um, but then, you know, after that, we saw him on Shark Tank pitching mm. an idea. Mm. He called it like the Snuggle Bear or the Cuddle Bear, mm. and it was the exact same thing. It was like mm. you had this bear mm. that uh, you could program with MP3s. Yeah. So when you're you know traveling for work. Your spouse could put the bear with your child, and the bear would speak with your mm. voice. Right. 
and it was supposed to comfort your child. And looking at this thing was like the epitome of like Uncanny Valley. It's just mm. like this fucking thing is frightening, yeah. much like Teddy Ruxpin. And not to mention Teddy Ruxpin came out in the 90s. It's like, dude, you're trying to reinvent Teddy Ruxpin. Yeah. It's far more hideous and far yeah. more frightening. You put that down for your kid, they'd be like, "Where's fuck you, where's my iPad? Yeah. You know what exactly. I mean? Especially it's like- Go it's, fuck yourself It's so bear. irrelevant. Yeah. That's pretty much right. the reaction of the uh, Shark Tank staff. Like all yeah. of them were just like, why would I invest in yeah. this? This is like one of the most retarded ideas I've ever seen. And the dude's like still trying to defend his snuggle yeah. bear. And the, yeah, yeah. and the one guy, I think it was Mark Cuban, was like, yeah, have you ever heard of Teddy Ruxpin? Mm. This is scarier than Teddy Ruxpin. Yeah. And so, yeah, he got uh, laughed out of there. Yeah, nice. I think I'm more like your sort of age, so you can try and work that out. Mm. I can't remember. But, yeah, she had a Teddy Ruxpin, and you put tapes in it, and he read you stories. But one day, he broke, and my dad had to fix him, and my dad pulled all the fur off of his face. <laughs> And it looked like a sort of Terminator version yeah. of Teddy Ruxpin. Yeah. And my sister saw it, and she totally freaked out. And then after that, she, like, never, ever... Even though we put it all back together, all the fur was back on, mm. she never trusted him again. Bye. Love you, bye. Wait a second. She never trusted your dad or never trusted Teddy Ruxpin again? Um, that's a good question. Uh, I wouldn't trust either. You know, I could I could tell you one thing yeah. though. If it was my sister that that happened to, I would have kept that faceless Teddy Ruxpin doll yeah. around just to like sneak into a room at like two a.m. Just be like, ah! I, whenever I, I, I had some shit like that, with like a toy go wrong. I mean, I was an only child, so I didn't have to deal with that. I just walled them up in this cellar. You know, <laughs> like, I had a Ronald McDonald doll that was terrifying. I walled that up in the fucking what is cellar, that, like the Edgar Allan. Yeah, tale? exactly, exactly. <laughs> but then that was even almost worse because I know it where it was. I know it was down there in the cellar, and I think like maybe it could get out still. But, Did you have a toy that frightened you though? Yeah, there was a couple. There was a Ronald McDonald doll. Yeah, that was given to me when I was too young to you know know any better to refuse it, and uh, it, you, oh, he was horrifying. And then there was this other doll in my mom's room that was like. You know those dolls that women have sometimes? They're like, they're like porcelain oh, dolls. Dude, those are the, the worst. Yeah. yeah. But it like smashed its head open, but she just put it back where it was, and it had like one eye hanging in this like empty shell of its face. God, those things freaked me out. Oh, it was, it was horrifying. I remember uh, I, I always had just, I wouldn't say a fear of clowns. I just mm. was always very uncomfortable around clowns. Right. <laughs> and uh, do you remember like back in the day, like Bozo the Clown was like, yeah. obviously like crusty. You know, Krusty Clown was based off of that. But Bozo Clown was really popular in the yeah. 70s. Yeah. My brother mm. loved Bozo. Bozo mm. was also very popular in Chicago because right. it was, you know, from Chicago. Okay. My brother loved Bozo. So when my brother was born, my parents just bought Bozo everything. Bozo mm. clowns, Bozo coat racks, Bozo, you know, bed frames. Everything was Bozo. And then uh, as my brother got older... Um, you know, he grew out of it. And he's also, he just grew too up, you know, grew too large to fit in his bed anymore. So I got all the bozo stuff. Because mm. your parents aren't going to buy new stuff for right. your next son. Sure. They're just going to hand it all down. So it's like I had bozo shirts, bozo bed frame, bozo crib, bozo, right. like, scared the fucking shit out of me. Because yeah. I saw the movie Poltergeist. Right. And you remember the clown in that? Vaguely. It was very scary. Mm. So I was fucking, like, deathly afraid of uh, clowns in general. Mm. 
And I still don't like clowns to this day. No, nobody no. does. No, they're fucking creepy. Yeah. And Teddy Ruxpin is the same kind of thing. He's a fucking scary looking bear. Anyway, uh, good to hear from you, Fanny Harlow. Uh, sorry to hear about Willie, but yeah, me too. life goes on. You know, I thought those kids, those two crazy kids were going to make it work. You know? I wonder if it was like a Brexit thing. You know what I was reading today? That, oh, there's uh, a lot of weird shit like that going on. Well, I England, think there's a lot of weird shit where it's like, like that. I'm not talking to my gardener anymore because he supported Brexit. Like, it's weird. You know, a lot I, bet of shit. You, I bet you Trump ruined a lot of marriages. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. there are probably a lot of people that, mm. like women, that were, well, maybe not that mm. many, but I think there were probably a lot of people that whose relationships were ruined because they mm. voted for Trump. Brother against brother. I, stupid against less stupid. I read that uh, the reason there won't be a Smith reunion mm. is because of Brexit. <laughs> I heard that too. And Morrissey <laughs> yeah, yeah, is pro-Brexit. Yeah. Morrissey's like, yeah. What? Is he? Johnny Marr. Is anti-Brexit. Oh, okay. Huh. Yeah, Johnny Marr was mm. like, stay. And, mm. and he goes, and Morrissey was, nah, Morrissey's like, get the illegal mm. immigrants out of here. Okay. And he's, uh, he's a Brexiter, that guy. Huh. He wanted to leave. Well, so no Smiths for us. All right. Well, whatever. It's what fine. else we got? Hi, guys. It's uh, Phil Glitter for your favorite Glasgow shock mock rock band, The Grenades. The grenades, right? Do you remember this guy made that uh, the alternate intro? Yep, and then he made a bunch years. of a couple of uh, hateful songs about Ole Harrison. Well, he was upset because yeah. you totally ignored the Scots. Like you right. just pretty much were like, you know, I prefer the company of Englishmen and <laughs> fuck the Scots. Whereas when I went over there, yeah. I embraced the Scots and I embraced their culture. Yeah, well, they're you always know? screaming about freedom. I mean, who needs that? You know, it's a lot to deal with. Just, uh, I, the Phil guy that cut his own throat, it was, it was a long time ago, it was the early 2000s, yeah. I was like, I was fucking depressed about the amount of time the next Nine Inch Nails album was, you know. <laughs> he was depressed about the Nine Inch Nails album, that, that album Ghosts, the, what, the double album that was released in the public domain, is that what he, what? No, was, what, what was that, what about? was that record? That I, you remember the double Nine Inch Nails the, record? The one with the perfect drug, whatever the yeah, fuck yeah. it was called. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to yeah, think yeah. of, uh, I yeah. forget the name of that one. It was shitty. I mean, but it's yeah. no it's no reason, you know, it gets no better. To go it gets better, kids, please. You no know? reason to go kill yourself. Don't kill yourself over the Nine Inch Nails album. My God. You can take him out, so it was dark times, but, you know, it's fine now. Just mm. phoning to congratulate you guys on the... You know, on behalf of the band, at the election result, you know, and uh, wondering how, how's it, how's this going to affect the podcast? You know, with Trump getting in, you know, with D being a fucking Jew, is he going to get shipped to a, like a fucking concentration camp? Is Harrison going to get deported to his fucking bullshit family in England? You know, I mean, if he's a struggling, you can always fucking go and stay with uh, Nevets, fake name White. Over in uh, East Kilbride, Scotland, you know, but, you know, if you could let us know what's happening with the podcast, is it going to keep going, or are you just going to get shut down, you know, we're wondering, we're wondering guys, so, I, hmm. that's all I was phoning for, and uh, take it easy and get it right, fuck it up, yeah! Right, uh, well, I mean, okay, there you go. Didn't predict that ending there. No, I mean, hey. this is the golden age for stupid podcasts, right? Isn't it? Now? It is. Yeah. Well, now that we don't have full-on media suppression. So right. once the, mm. uh, I don't know, the Secretary of Information, right. who I think might be the guy from Breitbart, right. uh, who comes into power. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. you know, I, I don't know if we will be able to communicate. Possibly mm. Harris and I might go underground. Oh, yes. Yeah, I, I think that might happen. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I don't know. Mm. You know, I mean, to be honest, mm. the next four years are going to be far more interesting and far more amusing right. than four years of Clinton. Sure. We have Donald Trump, a reality television star who says yeah. openly racist things mm. and speaks, you know, about grabbing women by the pussy yeah. as our president. No, this is a golden time for comedy. So, yeah, the second wrong is going to be, I think we're, well, there's no shortage of perfect material for us. It's true. Put it yeah. that way. All right. You know, I mean, yeah, the only the only limit is, uh, you know, I guess it's going to be a lot of competition, you know, I mean, we, we yeah. might we might lose our coveted position as the uh, 249th most popular <laughs> fucking comedy podcast on iTunes. You know, Actually, I think we're down but, to 254. Okay, now. okay. Yeah. I mean, that, it's, it's a it could be a rough period. I don't know. You know, who knows? Yeah, I, I, I'm assuming that uh, we're going to have a lot to talk about the next four years. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of them will overdose, though, you know. A lot of comedy people will overdose, and that'll that'll free up some room for you us realize, to well, step on in. Maybe a lot overdose. of them will flee the country. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So who knows? Here we go. Anyway, now we got a Canadian calling in. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. D Harrison. For the record, PC stands for Police Constable. All right. Yeah. yeah well, I, okay. I think at the time we didn't somebody know. texted me. Yeah, at the time somebody texted me since then to let me know. Right. Yeah. So. Thank you. Uh, yeah. I know this because I'm Canadian, and as we all know, Canada is kind of like the bastard love child of England and the United States, and it's a little, like, French on the side. And a little Rick Moranis thrown in <laughs> for good measure, I guess, yeah. Yeah, anyway, keep it safe, keep it wrong, blah, 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 blah. All right. Well. Do you think the Canadians would welcome an influx of Americans? No. And why would you move there? Why would there? they want it? Why would, but why would you move there? It's fucking freezing. It's so cold, man. It's I mean, so Vancouver, cold. maybe. Vancouver, I can kind of say. Vancouver's still cold. <sighs> Not compared to them. Not to you compare to like Toronto. Ottawa or, or, I bet, I mean, I bet you, Toronto. You're from Michigan, you know. Yeah, yeah. no, I've been know? to Toronto and I've, I've been to Ottawa too. It's, it's, it's fucking like, absurd. I just don't understand why like mm. all these Canadians are like, oh, you know, we're worried about Americans moving here. It's like, mm. who wants to fucking move to your country? It's mm. fucking freezing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, however, they also mm. elected a normal person for their president. So, <laughs> right. uh, you know, and they have uh, government right. health care. So a really dreamy they're, person. Yeah, maybe they're I, a little more sane. Yeah. 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 Than, uh, than, yeah. than their American counterparts. But right. yeah, I do mm. wonder, do you really think that many people are going to like flee to Canada? No, no, because so this happened before. This, this happened always during happens. Bush. This happened when Obama got elected. This happened when Bush got elected. Every fucking time it happens. And people go on and they live their stupid lives and, no, and everything's meaningless and it doesn't matter. We're, uh, like, we're the, right, the right-wingers that upset when Obama got elected. That yes. They're like, we're fleeing the country. Yeah, we're going to go to... Wait, yeah, where are they going to go? Where are we going to go? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, we're yeah. going to go, like, fucking yeah. uh, Iran? That, like, uh, Saudi Arabia? I mean, I'm not sure. Where, where... Sealand. <laughs> that, that, what was that weird island created by the, the guy, the PayPal guy or whatever? It's a, just an island of servers that he no, rules over. It really? it's, it's like an Ayn Randian paradise. I can see. I don't Sealand. know, like a Move conservative there. country. Yeah. I'm not quite sure yeah. where you go to. That's where you go. But maybe, yeah, maybe. I mean, or maybe a South American country ruled by a um, like a, a right wing or something like go to fucking Chile. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah, one of those yeah. places. Yeah, there you go. You know what? Uh, Trump actually. I was reading something like Trump's very similar to uh, Berlusconi. 
Okay. You remember Berlusconi, the prime minister of Bunga Italy? Bunga Bunga guy. Bunga Bunga. But Bunga Bunga was yeah. extremely popular. That right. dude was like mm. a businessman, media mogul, owned a right. bunch of different television stations. Right. He got into power. That dude was having Bunga Bunga parties, yeah, yeah. banging international supermodels. Mm. He eventually ended up, I think, having to resign in mm. infamy. But hey, you know, the same thing's going to happen with Trump. Right. I, I mean, And I, that's saying a lot because in Italy, there's like a certain amount of corruption that's not only expected, but you know, just required yeah. in their public officials. So to actually get to the point where you have to resign, that's, you can do a lot of shit. You know? I'm very interested to see what's going to make Trump resign. Mm. I do predict a number of scandals, though, mm. and I'm looking forward to them all. Yeah. Obviously, my favorite one is the Air Force One scenario, but mm. I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if there's like a conflict of interest with business holdings. So who knows? Right. And his kids mm. are going to be running the business. You know, and they own everything. Right, yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, we'll have to see. Mm. Anyway, people, call the Sigurong Hotline, 323-522-4032. I've got an email here. Send it to hotmail.com. This comes in from Scott. He says, just listening to old podcasts and listening to your discussion about UTIs, old cum can't give you any UTI, but they're very common in men. Yeah, Mostly, I've gotten them. When did you get a UTI? Well, the thing is, as a man, whenever I get one, it's just like, it's like, it goes away in like a half an hour. You don't really have to do anything. Yeah, but what, how, how did you get one? Just from like, you, you, bathe? you jerk off and then you don't go to the bathroom after. And you get, you know, you get some semen still in there and it gets a little infected. Oh, it's just, a, it's just, and then it just up. hurts for a while. And then you just gotta kind of just like fucking hang it out there. And yeah, but like, he's saying old cum can't give you a UTI. Well, who's this guy? Well, I'm I'm just Dr. saying you Oz? probably like. What does he know? Okay, you probably jacked off and hadn't yeah. bathed for like a week. Or what did you use as lube? Like syrup? <laughs> I may not have used lube. You know, what I mean, I don't always use it. You know, it depends. <laughs> Mostly, it feels like razor blades when you piss out a bit of blood. But for mm. older men, it can cause mm. a lot of problems. Mm. It can lead to a very to a lot of very strange behavior, which is a usual sign. Hmm. I didn't know this. Antibiotics are required for older people. They're mm. particularly regular in people who are catheterized. Right. You'd be really surprised at the kind of craziness it can lead to. Like what? Pro- I don't know. He says oh. prophylactic antibiotics are quite mm. common for elderly men. Mm. I used to work as a district nurse in Salford, and part of my job was visiting old people's homes to deal with, uh, with this stuff. Hmm. That's kind of frightening. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, we also got an email here from Jessington Bear. He says, hmm. hope all is going well. I've yet to catch up on episodes 555 and onwards as I haven't been drinking as much as usual. I like that. Then that, that implies I'll listen to Sick or Wrong when I'm really, really drunk. Right. Because if I'm sober, I don't want to hear these two assholes. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, he goes, I've lately eschewed my uh, beloved London streets and instead been striding the hills and dales of the Lake District National Park in northern England. Hmm. Imagine my surprise when I'm trying to visit the Pencil Museum Good in the God. small town of Keswick God. and finding it closed. I discover in the same retail park an extreme sports shop called Sick and Wrong. Hmm. I inquired within as to whether they're fans of the podcast, but they had never heard of you and seemed entirely uninterested when I tried to enlighten them. There's a big surprise. Mm. I attached pictures <laughs> of the shop and business card for your perusal. Mm. Yeah, there actually is a store called Sick and Wrong in, mm. uh, in Keswick. Okay. Um, in other news, I've 
deinstall and reinstall iTunes and try to get into post make exquisitely worded review, but no dice. The conspiracy against you is clearly still in effect. You should probably contact them yourselves and ask them what the fuck is up there. Keswick sounds what, like what I uh, affectionately named my UTI. <laughs> Keswick? Keswick. It sounds like one of the, uh, the hobbits or something. A pencil museum. That's weird, right? I find it really funny that he was trying to visit the pencil museum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this what happens when you're, when you're celibate? Like yeah, it is. It is totally what happens. To it totally is what happens. Because I've like, done it. I've been celibate. I've, I've gone through periods of celibacy. And are you like, I'm going to go. I have to do yeah, something. Yeah. I'm going to go to the Museum of Death. Yeah. You, you, know? you do that shit. I, when I was actually in England, I went to a fucking. Uh, um, I, was, I, I was going through a few week period of celibacy. It wasn't jerking off. I went to a, a, this town in uh, the Cotswolds somewhere, and they have a. Uh, in the town, they have a model of the town. That you can walk through, you know, it's like a it's like a scale model of the town. How meta! And then in the scale model of the town, there's a scale model of the model town, and then in that, there's a scale model of the model town of the model town. Jesus, I'm I'm not fucking with you, and it just keeps going. Why not just go drink a beer and try to get laid? I guess so. You know, at that point, just go drink a beer and try to get laid. <sighs> oh my it's God, scary! It was crazy. Yeah. Anyway, people email the show, cigarettepodcast.com. iTunes, we appreciate when you leave a comment. Don't think it helps us all that much, but hey, why not? Just go there, please. leave us a comment. For the love of God. Rate the show no. five stars, please. Mm. Subscribe. Mm. We do appreciate that. Also, Cigarong Store, we have some small teas left, and I know I keep saying I'm going to update the Cafe Press Store. And one day, I'm sure I will. Mm. Uh, but hey, this week, there's a lot going on this week, all right? We elected uh, President Trump, and I was somewhat preoccupied, so cut me some slack. Yeah. And not to mention, you know who died this week? Uh, who? Leonard Cohen. Oh, yes, I did hear about that. I know. Yeah. yeah. God, mm. just mm. add insult to injury. Pour salt mm. in the wound. Right, yeah. Fucking yeah. Leonard Cohen dies. Yeah, well. So, Sigurong Song of the Week, yeah. we're going to play a Leonard Cohen song. I don't know if a few people don't know who he is. You're going to play early folk Cohen, or you're going to play weird synthy Cohen? It's a later Cohen song. Okay. Very appropriate yeah. for okay. this time. All right. Uh, the highly, uh, hugely influential singer and songwriter, whose work spanned nearly 50 years. He mm. died Monday at the age of 82. Mm. Um, yeah, they confirmed his death on Facebook on Thursday. Right. Uh, Cohen, so when everyone died on Facebook, everybody did everybody die on died on Facebook. On Facebook. Yeah, yeah. That. Uh, Cohen was a dark eminence among a small pantheon of extremely influential singer songwriters to emerge in the sixties and early seventies. Only Bob Dylan exerted a more profound influence upon his generation, mm. and maybe Paul Simon and fellow Canadian Joni Mitchell equaled him as a song poet. That's the thing with uh, Leonard Cohen. I mean, he was a poet. I get, yeah, right. It's amazing. So we're going to end the show here with one of my favorite Leonard Cohen songs, Everybody Knows. Okay. Which I think is a very fitting post-election song. Do you remember that one? Uh, vaguely. It was on the record, uh, I'm Your Man, that came out in, I think, 88. Okay. I might be wrong, but... Uh, uh, no, it's great. I think, I, it was, I think it was one of the fucking 17 Leonard Cohen songs in Natural Born Killers. So, yeah. I, I don't know I if uh, everybody knows is in that, yeah, but it's a good yeah. song for uh, for the way everybody's feeling right now. Everybody mm. knows the dice are loaded, the boat is leaking, the captain lied, the poor mm. stay poor, the rich get rich, the plague is coming. It's very dark. Mm -hmm. But hey, we elected President Trump. We did. So there you go. Um, at least we can get high legally. I can't. And watch this country burn. Okay. 
Whatever. How come you can't get high legally? I can't fucking smoke pot, man. Why does oh, nobody can wrap their heads weed, around that? But yeah. you, if you could, you could go yeah. buy a joint and sit back and watch the world burn. If I had wings, I would fly in the fucking ocean, but I don't, you know, <laughs> whatever. On that note, we'll be back uh, next week with episode 559. Until mm. then, take it sleazy. That the dice are loaded Everybody rolls With their fingers crossed Everybody knows The war is over Everybody knows The good guys lost Everybody knows The fight was fixed The poor stay poor The rich get rich That's how it goes Everybody knows Everybody knows that the boat is leaking Everybody knows the captain lied Everybody got this broken feeling Like their father or their dog just died Everybody talking to their pockets Everybody wants Box of chocolates in the long stem rose. Everybody knows. Everybody knows that you love me, baby. Everybody knows that you really do. Everybody knows that you've been faithful. Everybody knows you've been discreet But there were so many people you just had to meet Without your clothes And everybody knows Everybody knows Everybody knows That's how it goes Everybody knows
scene is dead But there's gonna be a meter on your bed That will disclose What everybody knows And everybody knows that you're in trouble Everybody knows what you've been through From the bloody cross on top of Calvary uh, to the beach of Malibu. Everybody knows it's coming apart. Take one last look at this sacred heart before it blows. And everybody knows. Everybody knows. Everybody Well, hotel suite, I'm telling you that. Housekeeping comes in in the morning, cleans my room, and I just, hey, good morning, housekeeping. Grab a big handful of pussy and say, you know. <laughs> All said it was okay. <laughs> Sorry about that, Lauren. All my black friends who have money said the same thing when Trump got elected. That's it, bro. I'm out. I'm leaving the country. You coming with us? Nah, I'm good, dog. I'm gonna stay here and get this tax break, see how it works out. Cause that's how it is being Dave Chappelle. It's the first time I got some money, it didn't work out like that. The most unlikely thing that happened ever was a black president came out of nowhere, like, come on, everybody, let's start thinking about everyone else. Oh, nigga, I 